Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus podcast episode 200. I can't believe it. For those of you who've been on for the last few weeks, you've heard me over and over and over again talking about just how excited I have been to reach this milestone. And it's not for selfish reasons. It's not to have this feather in my cap and say, I've recorded 200 episodes of this podcast. It's to celebrate what God has done over the time of 200 episodes. I'm celebrating by faith because I'm going to be very honest with you and I have a feeling I'm going to be very honest, uh, personally honest during this entire podcast, but I have not received the feedback that I truly was hoping for whenever, I won't say when I started the podcast because I had no idea. What kind of feedback to even anticipate when I began this journey? I was just doing what I felt like the Lord was leading me to do. And I do that again today. But I anticipated that as the episodes rolled out and God brought people into the fold of listening, that I would be able to kind of rally, not everybody, but at least a core group together in possibly a Facebook group or some other manner where maybe I would get emails and get get feedback. That's just not happened. I do have, um, and set up quite some time ago, Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus Facebook group. And now we have the Instagram, we have Twitter, uh, but It's not been in a way where I see, you know, 15 emails a week with people asking me questions. That's just not happened. I see the numbers whenever I look at my Podbean account. I see how many people have listened. And for each person that is hearing the sound of my voice or has heard the sound of my voice, Over these 200 episodes, I thank God for you. I thank God for your life. I thank God for your influence. And I pray that this podcast has and will continue to encourage you in loving Jesus. That is why I speak each and every week. Now, the podcast began, as some of you know, with a different name. Whenever I first turned on the mic, I, I'm a country girl. So I named the podcast A Country Girl in a City World Loving Jesus. And we went with that name for a while. I don't remember if it was 50 episodes or 100. I get a little lost when it comes to that. And if you go into the show notes, you will see a link to the first 50 episodes. And those episodes are going to be without intro music. That part I know for sure. 
they are going to be under the title of a country girl in a city world loving Jesus. But my goal from day one was to encourage others in loving Jesus. That was the goal. The title may have changed, but the goal has not. When I think back to that first day of turning on what was then my iPhone mic, I have advanced a bit since then. Not like the fancy podcaster mics, but definitely not still the just iPhone, earphone kind of thing. But when I turned on that podcast mic that day, I was financially in crisis. And I knew God was calling me to do this podcast. But I did not have funds. And it's not a huge investment. I just didn't have funds at all at that point. I was looking to God each and every day to pay the utilities. And I chose Podbean because it was a platform that was used by quite a few ministries. And I had a certain amount of episodes. I want to say, not episodes, but hours. So I think maybe I got six hours for free. And when I started this, if you go back and listen and you look at the times, I would not let myself go past 30 minutes because I knew that was going to cut into my next episode. At this point, I sometimes do not do 30 minutes. Sometimes I do an hour. Like sometimes I can go anywhere. I just say what the Lord lays on my heart and I hush. But at that time, I was literally watching the clock because I knew that I was hoping to get six episodes for free. And then I started paying for it, and I've been paying for it ever since. And because podcasts are not something that you receive monetary compensation for, usually there are some ways to get money, you can have subscription, you know, special premium subscriptions, you can do those type of things, but I've never earned one penny from the podcast, and God has not led me to try to monetize in any way. This truly is a ministry that God has provided the funding for as I have continued to walk along this journey. We started in the book of Joshua, one of my absolute favorite books. And at that same time, I was doing a video series on the book of Joshua. And I may very well in the new YouTube channel, which is Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus. The link is in the show notes and there will be at least one video up in there by the time this podcast drops. But I've strongly considered putting the videos for the Joshua series in this Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus YouTube page. Now, this YouTube channel, I keep calling it a page, but YouTube channel is not going to be one where every time I record the podcast, I'm going to be on camera. 
And I've said this before. I know me. And I know that it would change the amount of intimacy that I put into the podcast if I know that I have a camera on me. It would change the dynamic. And I don't want to do that. So this YouTube channel is a Lanyap channel. So I live in New Orleans, Louisiana, or right outside of it. And the term Lanyap, Lanyap, I mean, I call it Lanyap. I'm from Kentucky, so it's the country girl version of it. Lanyap is something extra. And so that's what I want that channel to be. It's not one that's going to be open to the public. You have to have the link but you can share it with others. I don't have a problem with that. I want the content to be something that you feel comfortable sharing with others. It may be tidbits where I might just jump on and do a five minute reflection on something that has happened in my day. It may be something in my Bible study because I'm working through the book of Acts right now maybe something in my Bible study that I just want to, to toss out there and, and just get some feedback. I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going to end up on that channel, but you've got the link down below and it is free and it will remain free. Uh, that's not something that I'm going to try to put some sort of dollar value on. I just don't feel that that's what God is, is calling me to do. So we started with the book of Joshua. Then we did the book of Judges. Boy, was that a challenge, uh, to say the least. Then we book, did the book of Ruth. That was, that was a sweet time. That was a sweet time. Not that there aren't some really good lessons in the book of Judges, but the book of Ruth was it's such a story of redemption and such the picture of Christ. And they were the ancestors of Christ. And then we've done 1 Samuel, and now we are in 2 Samuel. We will finish out 2 Samuel 15 next week. And But I wanted to just pause. I wanted to pause and take some time to just thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for each person who's listening, for each person who has listened, and each person who will listen to this podcast until the rapture or until the Lord takes me home. And I wanted to talk to you about where I am in my walk with Christ. One point that I am really focusing on right now. So I am recording this episode on January 6th of 2023. And I think that last year we took one of the podcasts and we talked about the one word. So for many years, I have chosen one word to give me a focus for the year. The most memorable was the word refuse. I remember the year that I felt very strongly about choosing the word refuse. And the word refuse sounds like it's a negative word. But I meant it in a very positive way because there was a couple of things that had happened in the year before that I refused to allow to happen again. 
And by the end of the year, I had accomplished that and I was very grateful. My word for 2023 is the word intent. There are some areas of my life that I know I am doing well in. Not perfect, but doing well in or doing much better than I've done in the past. But there are certain areas of my life that I am not pleased with. And I decided after asking the Lord repeatedly, I decided that I was going to have an intent board because the word intent to me means I am going to get it done no matter what. Because there's certain things that I get excited about and I get them done. For instance, I get up at 3.45 in the morning each weekday at this point and I go work out. At, well, I do my Bible study first and then I go work out at the gym. And I don't have to have the word intent for that anymore because it's a part of who I am. But I've got other things as I look around the room that I use as my office, that I just don't do. If I can get by without it, I just don't do it. But it's things that, they're not spiritual things per se, but this leads me to the verse I wanted to talk about today. It's a verse at the end of 1 Corinthians 15. So Paul has been talking, well not talking, he's been writing, <coughs> excuse me, to the church at Corinth. Been talking about uh, the second coming. Been talking about, been talking about our resurrection body. Been talking about those important topics. This is the, the chapter where you have death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your shame? But at the very end, there's a verse that I am using as my focal verse for 2023. And no matter when you are listening to this, you can be listening to this December 31st of 2023. You can be listening to it June 15th of whatever year. It doesn't matter. But with my word intent, I started thinking about intent and the idea of being resolved. I am resolved to. And to be resolved means I am going to accomplish this. Let's talk about verse 58. So my brothers, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. And there are many reasons why this verse is going to be my focus for the next 12 months. But the phrase, always work enthusiastically for the Lord, that's the dinger. So when it comes to my career, I do work enthusiastically for the Lord. 
I, I, I'm, I'm pretty focused on that. But when it comes to certain areas in my personal life, I just don't do them. And then in the back of my mind, it really bothers me. And even though they are not, quote, spiritual tasks, such as Bible study, such as prayer, this verse says, always work enthusiastically for the Lord. That means in everything. That doesn't just mean in the, the di spiritual disciplines. That means in every area of life that I need to take that same enthusiasm that I use for working out, that I thankfully now have for Bible study and prayer, but to take that same enthusiasm for tasks that, well, to me are mundane and I would just prefer they not be done or not just, I don't see a need to spend the time. That's where I am at in life right now. I need to focus on some just human regular tasks that need to be dealt with. You know, for some people, it's that home maintenance thing that they've been promising somebody to do for 12 years and they get to do it. Like, why don't you resolve that, like, this month, this week, this year, whatever your time frame is, that you are going to do it, whatever it may be. It may be that you that you have someone that you know that you should contact more, but you haven't. You've just let it slide, let it slide, let it slide, let it slide. And if that person slid into eternity, so to speak, you would have major regrets. How about you make that your I am resolved to? The weekly assignment feature is how will you finish the statement in this season of your life? I am resolved to. How will you? What is it that you need to work enthusiastically for the Lord in doing? It may be a tough conversation that you've been putting off forever, but it's not helping you and it's not helping the other person for you to just let it slide. It may be a physical task like mine. And I have, as a result of making this, resolution for this year, I have gotten certain things done that had been, well, they'd been laying way too long, but I am not finished. And I know I am not finished. I have plenty of evidence as I sit right here and record. What, what is it that you need to resolve to do. And I couldn't help but think about the old hymn. Whenever I was having this all flow through my mind the other day, the old hymn that's, I am resolved. It was written by a man named Palmer Hartsug. I may have butchered his last name. 
He's been gone a long, long time, but if one of his relatives are listening, I am sorry because I do not know how to pronounce that last name. But you may have heard the song, may not have. I grew up with it. I am resolved no longer to linger, charmed by the world's delight. Things that are higher, things that are nobler, these have allured my sight. I am resolved to go to the Savior, leaving my sin and strife. He is the true one. He is the just one. He has the words of life. And my challenge to you is in verse 3. I am resolved, and who will go with me? Come, friends, without delay. Taught by the Bible, led by the Spirit, we'll walk the heavenly way. And then the refrain... I will hasten to him, hasten so glad and free. Jesus, greatest, highest, I will come to thee. I am resolved to live a life worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Am I going to succeed in it every day? Absolutely not. I won't even succeed in it every hour. But that is where I am striving. And as I am resolved, will you go with me? Will you walk alongside me and live a life worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ? Bearing fruit in every good work. Growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you might have great endurance and patience and joyfully give thanks to him because he has given you the power to become a child of light. And in the midst of that, I broke into a prayer that I have prayed hundreds, if not thousands of times over the last, wow, 20-something years now. Out of Colossians 2, 9 through 12. Let me pull that up because I did not mean, I, I, I did not know that God was going to take me down that road. Let's see. Colossians 1, 9 through 12. That's it. From the NLT, it says, So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit all the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father who he has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. And I pray that for you. I pray that for you that you will live a life worthy of the Lord, 
pleasing him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of him, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you might have great endurance and patience and joyfully give thanks for him because you have the opportunity to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So as I walk into the next 100 episodes of encouraging others in loving Jesus, I'm going to thank you ahead of time for those who choose to go with me. I thank you ahead of time if you resolve to take care of something the Lord is laying on your heart. Whether it be a relationship you need to step forward and attempt to mend. If it's a task that you know you need to take care of. Remember, the scripture says... Be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. You may be at a place where you feel like giving the extra effort does not matter. It never seems to pay off. You never see people who come running to Christ. You you feel like you're pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring out of yourself. But you do not see this huge amount of fruit. Your job is to obey. His job is to produce fruit. You do what the Lord leads you to do. And you trust him with the results. I end every episode with a phrase. Uh, you've heard me say it if you've ever listened to this podcast because I started this from week one to remember it's always a trust and obey kind of day. And I'm going to close out with this. So right about the time that I started recording the podcast and I started in the book of Joshua, which again is so near and dear to my heart, I was in one of the most challenging, definitely financial seasons, but spiritual seasons as well of my life. I was in the house that I'm in right now, and I was challenged by someone dear to me challenged in a way that I did not feel was how God was leading me. And I stood in a corner of my living room with my hands lifted to heaven. And I began to tearfully sing, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. 
It was right about that time that I knew God was leading me to turn on this microphone and to share what the Lord was laying on my heart. The anniversary of the podcast is about to flip over. We're about to start season five. (laughs) I may not have seen, you know, 50 emails a week and all these huge download numbers. But I'm taking my own advice and I'm doing exactly what I just encouraged you to do. To remember that God is in charge of the harvest. You're in charge of obedience. And as I encourage you each week, today I encourage myself to remember it's always a trust and obey kind of day. (laughs) 